Well, it's Habit 5 time, Mr. Larson. My name is Jill Anderson. I'm the principal at Lakewood Elementary in Norwalk, Iowa. I'm Chris Larson. I am our student advocate here at Lakewood. The reason that I say we're from Norwalk, Iowa, we actually had a listener from Minnesota. Can How about you believe that? that? That's all right. Pretty excited about that. But it, this is, I think, one of the most important habits that we can talk about. I will say I think it is the most important habit, especially for adults. So obviously our audience for these podcasts is mostly parents. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I talk when, when I teach these habits, I tell the third graders, habit five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. That is really hard for our third graders to understand right now. Fourth graders, they get a little better. And then fifth graders, I tell them I expect that they they can understand what empathetic listening means. And uh, this one's really great for the adults. And I think, boy, it makes us better parents, better people, better friends, everything. You know, you were talking about the kids, and I was wondering what you were going to say about adults. I think... I have, we move in such a fast society that sometimes we talk too fast, you know, and I, I think we all need to catch ourselves. I love Stephen Covey's work, and one of the things he said is when you listen, it means you matter to a person, and I think, in, uh, I think it's just a nice time to self-reflect and, you know, listen so you validate people, um, you appreciate people, and you understand people. Well, it's kind of ironic, you know, I sit and talk, obviously I've been talking about this a lot this month with, the, with our students, and uh, it's interesting because I tell them, how do we learn if we don't listen? Because mm-hmm. we can't grow and we can't learn. But the same could be held true for adults, you know, and so when you say that about caring, you got to care, and that's what empathetic listening is, and that's what this habit is all about. Um, and we talk about that, it's interesting that we have two eyes, two ears, a big heart and a big brain, mm-hmm. and um, that's what we should use to be understanding. Um, and yet we only have one mouth, and we mm-hmm. seem to use that a lot more than right. some of those other senses. It's interesting that you say that two to one, because sometimes you have kids that will interrupt you, mm-hmm. and I just do the two to one, and I will say, what does that mean? Oh, you're right. We have two ears for a reason and one mouth. And so I think that's a nice visual yeah. um, that you can use as a parent, but... Uh, I, I'll tell you, 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 you always listen. Um, the research will say there's a reason why you listen, and one is to make others feel valued. And whether you're a kid or an adult, you want to be valued. I mean, that is just human nature. And then the second is to truly understand the situation. And I, I tell you, sometimes we jump to conclusions. I know I do. Um, and I think that's something that the world can get better at. Um, it's kind of fun. I had so after my lesson, I, I had a great conversation with my wife um, this this month about this kind of habit. And uh, one of the things that we talk about is what we're thinking. So when we say seek first to understand, what does that really mean? Because the uh, the concept's a little bit different. And, and so one of the th- it, it talks about what's actually going through your head when somebody else is talking. And I thought that that was really interesting. And they've broken it down a little bit. And some people are trying to think about, well, what questions can I ask? Mm-hmm. And she's an attorney. Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. t- showed her this. Right, right. And she's like, oh, my gosh, we don't have to go any further. And But then I am, then other people are, what can I do to solve your problem? Yep. And so then I, I and that's my problem. That's guilty. Is, yeah. Guilty. It's, it's yep. well, I'm already trying to think about what mm-hmm. am I going to do to solve mm-hmm. your problem? And then other people are judging and evaluating yep. your, your problem. And then they're, they're the fourth one that they talked about is just when are you going to stop talking so I can say what mm-hmm. I want to say? 
you know, it's it's serious. I always like to give advice, and my advice as a parent, having three kids that have that are older now, is that the one of the best things I ever did is, especially af- after athletic events, is do you want me to listen or do you want to give my opinion mm-hmm. or do you need help? Mm-hmm. You know, and I would say about ninety percent of the time it was just like, "Mom, just listen, please." Mm-hmm. And um, I that really helped our relationship because when you're sitting in the stands or you're looking at a report card, it is very easy to be critical. And the thing that I know is that you, the way you talk to kids, you have two options: you can either lift them or you can crush them. And when you crush them, it is really hard to get them back so you can lift them up again. So. Conference time is coming up. You know, I think every one of our kids tries as hard as they can. I just want, I always challenge the teachers, lift kids up because they will perform better when you lift them up and you feel valued and you listen to them. Um, again, as, as I'm thinking, you know, and, and what we can share, we live in, a, in an interesting time where I think kids are, are having more pressure on them than, than probably ever before in our world, whether it be through social media, um, expectations and I think we have really great kids who really want to be successful um, and and who really are pleasers mm-hmm. but if you think about some of those pressures you know I, I know this I learn most from some of my failures mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. and um, sometimes that is the way we learn best but um, we aren't gonna solve every kids problem no. and so and nor do we want them to if they have a tough math problem the way they're going to learn math is not for you just to do it for them and say, there you go. That's how. They're going to have to work mm-hmm. their way through it. Now, you might have to guide them yeah. a little bit, gently along, but then let them figure it out on their own. I think grit and humility are the thing that, you know, if you can, if you can teach your kids to have grit and have persistence without helping them too much, and then when they're good and they're successful, have humility and, and understand internally that, you know what, I deserve this. I've worked hard for it. But that's a delicate balance too, Chris. Well, and so, so as we're, we're trying to give you some advice or just mm-hmm. things to think about, just some talking points maybe between you and your spouse or for you and your family to talk about, um, this is a challenge that I've given to myself this month and and. Honestly, something that since I've been working with the habits, I've just tried to do. Um, and I told the kids the same thing. Every day, I try and challenge myself that at least once a day, I stop. And I don't talk when, when I, I catch myself where I'm like, nope, I'm just going to stop. And, and it's a really refreshing thing. And I don't know if you guys are like me, listeners out there, that you ever catch yourself saying things that you regret later. What I've found is the more I stop, the less regretful things mm-hmm. I say. Yep, absolutely. So I think that's a nice challenge. Um, stop, listen, reflect. Um, I think the other talking point that if they don't learn anything from this is that the way you talk to your kids, you have two options. You can lift them or crush them. So just think of that picture. We want to lift every kid in this building every day. It's our job as leaders mm-hmm. to lift every adult every day. And and with parents, we want to make you feel valued and, and um, you know, we want to listen to your concerns. But at the same time, it's important that we work together. Well, and I think one thing that that um, is interesting when we're talking about understanding where our kids are at is... I don't know that kids always want to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes they do just want to be understood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that, that's interesting in, in where they're at in our life. And I can't say that 
I always understand where my kids are growing up in today's world because I didn't have to deal with social media. I didn't have to deal. We've talked a lot about this lately. I didn't have to deal with the the wealth of resources that they have, good and bad, right. at their fingertips with their phones and their electronics. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lot for them to sort through. So sometimes I kind of try to just put myself in their shoes and think, you know what, that'd probably be pretty challenging. Well, and I think that's a, that's a great lesson, whether you're dealing with kids or adults. So I just have to ask you, you know, you're a basketball coach. Mm-hmm. Do you always seek to understand the officials or not? <laughs> well, I, I, as a matter <laughs> of fact... Here we go, here we go. I, I think in everything that you do, you, you try to. Um, hopefully, whenever anything gets done, you try and reflect and look at things from other people's perspective. And, boy... If any, if all of us would maybe try and do that more, you know, stop judging mm-hmm. and analyzing other people and just say, you know what, I could try and understand right. where they were coming from. We'd probably all be better off that and was, be a little more forgiving. Yeah, that was actually supposed to be a joke, but I'm yeah. glad you said that. So anyway, stop, <laughs> listen, reflect, be nice, listen, listen, listen. Have a great week. Have a great month. Absolutely. See you for Habit 6. Habit 6 Synergize coming up.